This is the Detroit Evening Report for Friday, October 28th, 2022. I'm Sasha Ryan from WDET News. Republican Secretary of State candidate Christina Caramo has filed a lawsuit challenging absentee ballots from Detroit. Caramo is asking the Wayne County Circuit Court to require Detroit voters to vote in person or be required to show ID to obtain an absentee ballot. The suit names Janice Winfrey and the Detroit Board of Election Inspectors as defendants. Caramo participated in efforts to challenge Detroit's results from the 2020 election. Her claims that those results were fraudulent have been proven false. Michigan voters passed an amendment to the state constitution in 2018, allowing no reason absentee voting. CNN resurfaced a monologue this week. Republican gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon delivered in 2020 on the far right online news service Real America's Voice. In it, she alleges Democrats were acting to topple the United States in retaliation for losing the Civil War. The six minute speech was delivered in June of 2020 as the Capitol and cities across the U.S. hosted protests sparked by the police murder of George Floyd. Dixon accused Democrats of using the COVID-19 pandemic and Floyd's killing to nurture white guilt and enslave people of all colors. CNN asked the Dixon campaign about the comments and if Dixon wrote the monologue herself. The campaign did not say if she was the author, but accused the network of rushing to the aid of their favorite candidate, Gretchen Whitmer. The Detroit Free Press reports youth housed at the Wayne County Juvenile Jail have been moved to William Dickerson Detention Facility in Hamtramck. That facility has been closed for several years. Officials say the move does not fix staffing and other issues that have contributed to poor conditions, but does address overcrowding at the jail and youth breaking out of rooms that were supposed to be secure. The Wayne County facility, they say, can house 80 young people. There were around 120 when the youth were moved this week. The Free Press has been investigating conditions at the juvenile facility for the past year. It found youth have been subjected to long periods of confinement and denied access to showers, recreation and medication. A group of black business owners announced today it will invest $10 billion in the city of Highland Park. The Detroit News reports the group says it will use some of the money to settle the more than $54 million the city owes the Great Lakes Water Authority for water and sewage debt. It says it has the support of an anonymous donor to create a public-private partnership. Kenneth Hogan, president of the Mana Development Corporation, a company that works on low-income housing tax initiatives, spoke for the group. He says the investment would bring manufacturing, schools, and job training to the city. He said there would also be efforts to increase access to food and medicine. Mayor Hubert Yap says he welcomes the investment in Highland Park, but that the city had no knowledge of the group's plans and could not verify that the funding exists. Whether you're celebrating Halloween or looking for a harvest festival, there are free festivities this weekend and on Monday. Pingree Park hosts a fall festival Saturday afternoon. There will be trick-or-treating throughout downtown Dearborn starting at 2 on Saturday. Palmer Park's Zombie Trail of Terror is a main feature of Scarefest starting Sunday at 4 p.m. The Charles H. Wright Museum is hosting its Harvest Festival Sunday. It is free, but registration is requested. The city's recreation centers are throwing parties Monday evening. Police stations and firehouses are hosting trunk or treat events Monday. 
If there's something in your neighborhood you think we should know about, drop us a line at Detroit Evening Report at WDET.org. I'm Sasha Ryan, WDET News.